We are on the brink of phase two of COVID restrictions being lifted here in Vancouver. And Team Corker thought it would be really appropriate to bring on a Team Corker favorite. We actually share an office with this founder. Aaron, welcome to the cast. Very excited to be here. Thank you very much, Steph. It's very exciting because I haven't seen Aaron in a very long time and now we're on Zoom together. It's like our first COVID interaction. And that being said, we haven't seen each other in the flesh and I have seen a lot of you online and you have taken incredible creative liberties to take what was once a very in-person, in-the-moment experience to a digital experience. And Matt and I really wanted to riff with you on what that means both for the health and wellness industry, what it means for you as an entrepreneur. And I hear that you're fired up with some opinions. So I want to hear those too. I guess like a bit of context is obviously you're referring to moving on away my studio that's downstairs from our office. And I mean, it's so crazy to think that we're two months and one week out from being, I looked at the class schedule from two months, like nine weeks ago, and we were full, it was packed full schedule to then two weeks later selling our online memberships of on-demand videos and we had no infrastructure set up when we started selling those to then saying like what is a band-aid to what is actually part of a new package moving forward from the studio space and then on the other side obviously I've been working on this project the mover app and it's exploded in growth through the months of April and May and then like now we're leading into the back half of May. We're looking at like what is actual sustainable growth with that project as well. So like, I think we're all looking to be like, what's our new normal now? Instead of a two month break from our norm, you know? I think it's super inspiring. And I love hearing that you're not going to just jump back two months in time and say, we're going to, you know, upload mind body and all of these classes are going to resume and we are going to continue on. And yet you take this pause and say, we've done things differently, and now what will we do differently? And, and before we hit record on this, you said, you know, it's made me reimagine and reconsider so many choices in my life. And I am curious for you to riff on what that means about a space or a place because you've had this gym that has been such a cornerstone for our Vancouver community. You live nearby. Those spaces and places have been you know, really real for you in a physical sense and two months of change. What has that evoked for you? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I think when I shifted out of the zone of, okay, we're just going to put a bandaid on things until we know what the steps forward are. When I shifted out of that space, I think I got like this huge bubble of anxiety in my stomach because now there was this hole in reality of what the future looked like of like, I can't really depend on anything I've been used to over the last six years, you know? And working through that anxiety was really, and is challenging. And at the same time, there's this huge, tremendous opportunity now because we have six years of a community built. We have people who are like looking for answers of how to build a sustainably healthy lifestyle. And that is not married to a physical space. And I think, That's something that I'm learning and I continue to learn and I get really excited about right now because 
you know, it's interesting to what you were saying about going back to the physical space in that I, th there was, I knee-jerk reacted a couple weeks ago and said, we're opening up for personal training on May 19th. Today was supposed to be the day. And our trainers were hesitant. Our community was hesitant. And when I started asking people about how quick they would like to come back, most people were like, you know what, we're just going to wait and see. And to me, I was like, okay, that's really good information to have. And then we started looking at our class of offerings because that's like a bigger scaled model outside of the personal training. And we're like, so what would it look like if we started inviting six people back into the space, which is half capacity of our former size of classes. And, you know, ask me asking you, Steph, is like, would you want to come into a room with potentially six strangers and potentially two people on the side personal training and do a sweaty heavy breathing workout right now what would you say yeah the answer is totally no and what kind of vibe do you think would be in that yeah. space if you did come because you missed the community like i just and and you know and then there's other things where we looked at the cost of doing the cleaning that's required to maintain uh, work safe bc standards and i was like this would break our back you know right and then so shift instead of shifting energy towards forcing swim upstream, I'm like, what is our community craving? What are we looking for? And, and I don't, I think connection is still there. People are starved for connection. But like, how do we meet up? Whether that's online, whether that's in a park, 10 feet apart, totally. something, you know? Yeah. And what are the things that we actually need? And one thing that I love about being in the movement space is that movement is a component of health. I think people are looking for mental health services. People are looking for healthy living practices and their new found lifestyle of I wake up and what's my movement practice, you know? Who am I talking to that's actually bringing lightness to my day that I can't just bump into at work anymore? And so yeah. there's like these intentional lifestyles that we have to build. Yeah. And I want Movement 108 and I want Mover and I want all the things that I touch to be a part of helping people, you know, in that process of rebuilding their, their new normal. And that's it. I mean, I just got goosebumps because I'm like, right, how can we be so much more intentional and not fall into, or rather, where were our habits that we didn't even know weren't serving us? It's totally. like, I don't identify as a lazy person, but there's actually many places in my life that I was completely lazy. I didn't have to be in touch with lots of people to see them, to bump into them, to say hi and have a coffee. And then you realize when all of that is gone, who do you want to sweat with? And one of my best friends and I sit on Zoom on our trainers and ride bikes together. 100%. And maybe that's what it's all about now. And it's, it's that easy. And there's an accountability and there's an integrity piece and health has never mattered more. And yet, it's accessible and I can, you know, totally. I can move from my gym anywhere and totally. that feels a lot safer actually. So there's a lot to that. How, can I ask how this has impacted your personal life? I mean, as an entrepreneur, so much gets wrapped up in, in a business and Matt's like, by the way, like you're not just the business, I'm like, right. Entrepreneur, you are not just the business. Totally. How does this impact you beyond movement 108 and mover? Well, you know, uh, you know, my wife, Shani and I, we've like, we've dreamt of living in Squamish for years. We've talked about getting a dog. We're picking up a puppy on Saturday. We're like, what are we doing? You know, um, what kind? we're getting a mixed, a, a mixed breed Aussie shepherd and golden retriever. So like, 
Amazing. We're, we're so excited, right? We're yeah. just so excited. So there's these aspects of things. We're like, we would never have had time before. Right. We are going to look to move to Squamish by the end of the year. And so that looks like, what does my new work life in the city look like? I've been dreaming of not working early mornings every day, mm-hmm. which I've been doing for the last six and a half years. And now I'm like, I'm not going back to that. Yeah. So like, if I'm not going back to it, what is my business doing to support that? And yeah. so, you know, we've had dinner together that we've made every night for the last two and a half months that we're like, we love this. Yeah. So there are elements where I'm like, there's all that. So I'm, there's a ton of excitement and I'm an, an eternal optimist. And then on the other side, it's like, you know, we were talking last night. We're like, this is the first time any that we can sit in for, for five years that I'm looking for them. Like, I don't know exactly where my income is going to come from. Yeah. Right. And so that's anxiety provoking. And I'm hugely motivated by that. Mm. I'm like, cool. Well, I'm passionate. Oh, we'll figure it out. You know? Yeah. But then when you tell that to your banker. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Apparently they're not giving mortgages on passion these days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then the other thing is like with so much change, I think both Shani and I in our life, and I think a lot of us like we get comfort and be like, what can we depend on? Mm. And with a lot of things up in the air right now, we're like, well, we still need something to depend on. Mm. Because that's, we've got to like root ourselves in something so we can go be risky in these other areas. Mm. You know? so. so what do you depend on? What, what are your cornerstones right now? Uh, like, honestly. Like, pretty, honestly. Like, honestly. I've been told that I say like too much. Uh, I love it. I should say honestly. For me, it's spending time with Shani. It's learning how to be present with one another. We fortunately, at the back half of last year, got a property on Piers Island, which is just off Vancouver Island. And we're, we've spent quite a bit of time out there. So it's being in nature. And it's sleeping. I've been a sleep-deprived, overworking entrepreneur for six years. And in the last nine months, or nine weeks, I should say, felt like nine months. (laughs) (laughs) I've slept properly. And I'm like, my day, my the way I experience myself is fundamentally different. And that's another thing. Like, I'm I'm just not giving that up. Yeah. So I mean, says the guy who's getting a puppy, he's probably gonna pee nine times a night and all that stuff, but whatever. You can train that puppy to sleep. A hundred percent. That's, it's so beautiful because I mean, while COVID has been a shame, it's like, you can't train this. Like you don't get to go to university to learn how to sleep properly. You don't get to go to university to learn to be present with the most important person in your life. And in fact, we have become these athletes that are regimented and routine to go harder and faster. And we just forget like recovery and slowing down and eating dinner tonight feel like luxury. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. And I hear you and I'm like, yes, I, I mean, other than parking tickets, (laughs) there's not much I miss. Well, and I think, and Steph, having known you for years now, I think that you can relate on this, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, it's allowing yourself to move into those zones of recovery and like actual rest that will all of a sudden spark something that you didn't know existed. Totally. A new motivation that you're saying, this is my next goal. And it's coming from like a full gas tank. Yeah. Rather than just a check mark or a line in the sand that you, you know, thought you should have done. So I think that's where I'm starting to feel motivated again to say there's a new normal coming and I want to be innovating. I want to be I want to be bringing something special to people and I want to be helping 
people out of this. So I'm, ex I'm actually yeah. kind of excited because yeah. we're not just sitting and waiting for stuff to just go back to normal. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I am curious about that inspiration. What, and, and even if it's just a small speck of a dream, what sort of dreams are you dreaming these days? You know, I, there's two avenues. One is, I think that there really is. So I'm obsessed with Peloton. Yes, you I are. love it. You, you know this. It, you don't have it at home. Why? No. Okay. But, but where we were staying up in Squamish for a lot of, a lot of quarantine had a Peloton. So I was not okay. uh, deprived. But what they've done, to, in my opinion, so well is that they've made accessible, on-demand training yep. available. Yeah. Right? But they've made it available for the person who's looking to power zone train or the person who just wants to pop ride. Yep. And then they'd say, if you can spin for 10 minutes yep. or 90, we have something for you. Yeah. I don't think anybody's done that significantly well in the studio space, in the at-home sweat space. And I think what we're going to find out in the next three months is who has been the best at bringing their studio, boutique studio online. Mm. And of those founders, of those spaces, who are the very, very best? And is there a possibility for there to be, to be something that connects these people to build an offering that is similar to Peloton in the at-home sweat space? And it's not you're like, six minute abs or hit workouts with this person or like bikini beach body. It's something that is actually helping people um, in their new norm mm -hmm. and with people who are experts in sort of their offering when it comes to movement. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is I think mover from a, an app standpoint stands to, and it already has, we've grown over 400% in the last two months. Like I think in the, the digital app space, that's another conversation I consistently have is hearing, you know, big gyms are about to implode if they haven't already. If they haven't, yes, yes. And where I've heard rumors of big gyms going is how do we digitize quick to at least monetize the user base or the, the, the people who have been coming to our spaces yeah. up to now. So I think we're going to see a huge shift into like a continued development of the digital app space when it comes to movement. But then also I'm like so curious about, you know, Peloton and movement and I'm going to be, I'm going to be, muddling in there somewhere. Yeah, or you're gonna be the instructor on the other side, partnering with Peloton. That's what I mean. ADJ meets Peloton. Exactly. Okay, you've just touched on something that I think is really important, and I want your perspective on this, and that is motivation. And I don't say it, I don't say it lightly. I know from experience when I was going to a gym, I worked one-on-one -on -one with a personal trainer, for a, a significant period of time. And I remember going because I wanted to be able to do five pull-ups. It's like, right. what is everything I need to do to do five pull-ups? And I was completely convinced I'd never be able to do a pull-up. Like I just didn't feel like I could. And it was an account of, it was a matter of accountability. It was a matter of, you know, they got me to do Turkish get-ups and I hate doing Turkish get-ups. Like just the consistency. And this is coming from myself being self-proclaimed, like relatively motivated. I don't need a lot to get up in the morning right. to do things. And I recognize that that's not everyone. And some people really rely on the commitment or the, the idea of having someone meet them at the gym to do their workout. And so you have fallen in love with Peloton. It's on demand, but you can go whenever you want. And there's a workout waiting for you. You've created Mover workouts available whenever and wherever you are waiting for you. I want to know your thoughts on like starting your thoughts on the first step 
And do you think that COVID has created a greater barrier for invoking flirting with people's motivation? And, and what do you suggest there? I, so context, and I'll try and be so quick on this, is my career started a long time ago trying to be a PE teacher. I went into high schools. I remember going to my first set of classes and like, there's 30 kids in this class, too many kids to get a handle on. Who do I teach to? I'm, you know, there's five great athletes in the class. I'm going to create a program or, or a class structure that they're going to be successful in. 25 kids being unsuccessful, killing motivation. They're just not, they're not playing. They're not getting involved. I was more interested in servicing these 25. And really you get down to it. It's not saying, do you like baseball? It's saying, can we have fun moving our bodies in a way that would promote you to try your own thing tomorrow, whatever it is. I think that there's more safety in the comfort of your home on the couch to Google how to get started than there is saying a friend saying, come to the gym with me. Because all the conversations I've had over the years is, what do I wear? What, I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not strong enough. I can't do the five pull-ups. You know, There's going to be yes. someone stronger than me. There's going to be someone who looks better than me. The trainers are too intimidating. Like, Think about all the reasons, right? And that's why, I mean, that's why we created Mover years ago was because I was, I was so tired of this fitness landscape where you Google, how do, how do I get healthy? And then a picture of a six pack came up. It was like, the first step is to assess with no judgment where you're at. Right. And then, and then someone should meet you where you're at and help you take the first step. Right. You know, and like, and that is, the thing is, the, the trouble is, is that's dynamic and unique to all of us. Yeah. So when it comes to movement, you should assess your movement. And if you can't touch your toes, I can help you touch your toes. And that matters, you yeah. know, because it's going to help you do other things. Yeah. And really, so like, I, I just love, I mean, there's so many things that I take from my years in therapy, but it's like, do what you can today with the information you have available. And then yeah. tomorrow, do the same. Yeah. And, then to, and then the next day, do the same. And I think that we should apply the same to our health and our movement practice. And like, that is our motivation. It shouldn't be mm. this aspirational, empty thing that, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. And then you go out and you're like, oh, I hate running. Yeah. <laughs> but I quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, maybe I'm going to discover something that I'll sustainably do. Yeah. So that means you try 10 things. And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm active now because I like hula hoop. Beautiful. Who cares? Yeah. Totally. You know? Totally. So uh, that's a long answer to saying, like, I don't really know what it is, but I know you need to be met where you're at with no judgment. Mm. So stop well, judging ourselves. And what I like that you said is to not take away that it might actually take you more to enter a gym than it does to just start from your home. And you can start 100%. from your couch and you can start from exactly where you are. And perhaps the barrier really gets dropped the moment we stop judging ourselves and it's as easy as picking up an app to do it. And I think this is why at-home stuff existed before COVID. It existed Absolutely. before we were all in our homes, you know? I think that's yeah. why Peloton, I was like so amazed with. Yeah. Because they were offering that and people saw the need before mm. there was actually, you know, mandated, don't leave your house. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Before we got on here, you said, you know, I might not have facts, but I have a lot of opinions right now. And I love nothing more than a person with an opinion, especially during a time like this. And I'm curious about a topic, a conversation that you feel really strongly about that's not grounded or founded in science or evidence or Dr. Bonnie Henry. Is, what is something that's going on in the world right now that you can share the ADJ opinion on? 
I just think that studio and gym life is dead. I think we're going to see across oh. North America. I think it's, I think it's dead. I think community is going to be the biggest thing that matters. I think the method and how you move your body is going to matter. And those are not fixed physical locations. So that's just what I, that's what I believe. I think that it's dead. And I'm, you know, in six months, if you and I are chatting again, and I was like, I was so wrong. I'll, I'll be okay with that because that'll be good for business. Right. And then on the other side of it, I'm, I'm thinking, I, I just don't, I think there's a new normal coming and we're, we're in the, right now in the baby steps of figuring out what that is. Yeah. We're on the brink of a new normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. I definitely feel like that in terms of, so being someone who's like to race a lot, you know, that now we're not racing and people are like, no, no, races are coming back. And I'm like, well, that's cool, but the border is still shut and an airline ticket to get somewhere is three times the cost that it was. And by the way, our business has just suffered for three months. So if I can spend three times the price of one airline ticket, like, is that really where I'm going to go and put a bunch of money? It's like, no, there's a million different, you know, or not even a million, there's like probably five very critical factors that won't get me to go tow some line and be very okay with that. Totally. And think about, so, so whether you have a partner or kids or, or a business that you're interacting with other people, and you're, am I going to risk yes. these things to go do this other thing? Yeah. You know, and that's how people are thinking right now. Absolutely. You know, and uh, yeah, there's just... There's a whole new world of services coming out. My co-founder from Mover, he is also the co-founder of a, a search engine called Run Guides. And their whole thing is people searching for races. They find them through Run Guides and then they go and register through their races on their website. They have seen a, like their traffic has plummeted. But now they're looking at, they're offering a virtual race that's actually a, a bingo list so you know it's just this totally creative thing and they're seeing people get involved and they want to sign up and they're doing this thing so you're saying there's a new culture of running because running's not going anywhere if anything it's going to increase absolutely so what does it look like you know yeah it's it's amazing i am going to make a note of six months from now we're going to record another podcast together because i love that you're willing to put your name behind a business on the line that says it's going to be different and this is what's dead and I'm going to create into it. So six months from now, we will record again with Aaron and he will be in Squamish with a puppy running an online business, (laughs) eating dinner with his wife every night and probably running faster than he's ever run before because he was on a tear before this started. So just listening to you, I got shivers because I love the sound of that life. And I also realized that I'm betting against my brick and mortar business. So here we go. <laughs> yes. And that's beautiful. It's so oh, rad. Yeah. Ah, oh, so cool. I want to know one new thing that you have discovered during COVID. One new thing that I've discovered, I think the biggest learning that I've definitely taken away, and we talked, we touched on this right prior to the call, is that I've lived my life as an extrovert. And I will not go so far as to say I'm an introvert, but I am I, I love alone time. I've loved not as much. I, I have more me energy than ever before because I'm not putting my energy out into the world from a social standpoint. And I've really, really loved and learning about that in my own skin. So that's been like an interpersonal learning that I, I, will, I will not forget nor very likely quickly shift away from. Beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. It's that's been like- really nice. What a gift when we can appreciate this moment in time and lessons that frankly we might not have ever experienced had this not happened we've been alive for Mm -hmm. wow 
We're over time, but I couldn't stop asking you questions. And the last question we wrap every podcast here at Uncorked is the same. And that is, what is currently making your heart beat faster, Aaron? Um, I, I think we just talked all about it. I think the thing is, is that I really fundamentally believe that there's this big hole in front of me in all facets of my life. And when I think about the opportunity or the possibility of saying, what, do, what am I going to put into that? And whatever energy I give to that is what's going to be manifested. That gets my heart beating fast. And if I don't think that way and I get scared because there's nothing I can hold on to, my heart also beats very fast. So yeah. I'm choosing to give my energy to, to building out basically like a new, I'm building out a new business within a business, you know, and that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's got my heart beating. I, you know, I think we'll, we'll see where that my heart's at in six months. Yes, we will. We will record in six months. And I think I speak on behalf of Vancouver. We all know that we have counted on you. We have trusted that you and your people have shown up online to provide movement during this time. And it's a beautiful thing because we know that we will continue to count on you to do that. And, you know, we don't count on doors opening again, and yet we still count on having access to you. And I think that's really, really cool. So I want you to also know that we count on you to lead the way in it not being the same that it's ever been. So go forth, walk (laughs) your puppy in the woods, in Squamish, sleep, 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 and keep telling us about it because it's super inspiring to know that you can be an entrepreneur that's not sleep deprived and you can be a husband who has dinner with his wife. Who knew these were possible? It's totally possible. And hopefully we can maintain that. Not hopefully, we will, we can maintain that out of this time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Steph. This is so fun. And I'll look forward to updating in the future. Yes, six months, clock on. Ready, go.